If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You know, all through the news and all through the day, there are just more evidence. We had no new deaths today. It was such a big, big news. And we're starting to get back to normal. We're casting our eye, of course, as you just heard about other variants. So it's, it's very strange, as I talked about at the beginning of the show. But one of the things that we're seeing, and it was predicted, is that we've fallen behind in a lot of hospital operations and in lots of treatments. And hospitals and health centers are starting to be bombarded. It's just going to get worse. Canada is going to need over 23,000 blood donors this month to meet the demand of catching up to this. But it may not be all that easy. However, if we get rid of a roadblock, we could open the floodgates to more blood to get this urgent demand met. There's an old practice, and it started around the time of AIDS, where... CBS denies men who sleep with men, gay men, from donating blood. And it came out some time ago because of HIV and now the push to remove that, and it has been around for a long time, is accelerating. Joining us is Sean Prue, journalist, broadcaster, publisher of the thegayguidenetwork.com. Sean, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. This is one that's stuck in my craw, this issue. It, it dates back, as you mentioned, from terrible times when we didn't know what AIDS was, uh, but that the virus had led to AIDS, that leads to AIDS, it tainted some of the country's blood supply. Um, gay men being the first population to acquire the virus were banned, but it was an emergency measure, and, and that measure has long ago served its purpose. And to your point in your introduction, there's a pool of healthy, safe donations now being negated. There's so much testing now being done on blood. There's no reason whatsoever to continue the gay blood ban, as it's called. And, you know, this has been around for a long time. I know it's been close to you. And and there have been many pushes to end this because the story of HIV has changed. It wasn't very shortly after it was discovered. We also discovered it was not just a gay disease, but this thing has stuck around. Sean, how come? I think it's discrimination. Uh, Even Trudeau himself has called this discriminatory, even though he promised in his election campaign to rid Canada of this draconian kind of um, practice. He's done nothing about it, and and it's hard to label it anything. But uh, I think it's outrageous that, you know, I am, as a, in in pre-COVID times, a sexually active person and I can't donate blood. But if I lied and I said I was straight and had the exact same sex life, Canada's blood services would gladly take a donation. So what else is it other than than a long um, bout of discrimination? There's going to be a new submission. Is it one with more clout, do you think? I hope so. I hope so. I mean, there's so much uh, with this blood ban that, that, that's wrong. When, when you let this ban live on, you're supporting kind of an unspoken message that gay men are tainted and dirty and less than. 
and and it's 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 a wrong message to be putting into society. It continues to re-enter society, and it taints the ideas and thinking and belief of people that somehow gay people are less than. And on we go. So I certainly hope it's got more hold than anything we've seen so far. Um, one of the ways it could down. be changed is instead of saying, you know, are you gay? Or are you having sex with men? that people who want to donate blood are going to be asked about their sex life, no matter who they are. Is that going to stop this? Is that going to screen HIV? Because as as we're talking here, we know people lie. If they want to give blood, maybe they could give, give tainted blood, no matter who they are. They, 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 they could. This could happen. Of course it could happen. But it goes back to what I said earlier about the amount of testing that's done on blood now makes it so safe. Um, for the donations to come through. And if there is a problem with the blood, it's not used. We've come so far. This isn't the early age, uh, days of AIDS anymore. We've come so far. And so we test blood in extreme measures now. And that's what's so frustrating about this story for me as a gay man is that, you know, even if there was a problem with my blood, you would catch it now. We've come this far. So there's really no excuse at all. You know, what does this represent to the gay community? What does what does it stand for? Because we, we all know the trajectory of this story, and it has grown immensely, and we know where the cases are, how they, how they distribute through society, and it's pretty much equal opportunity in a lot of ways. We've seen it really grow with heterosexuals in other countries. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with being gay in certain countries. However, what does this represent? If this goes away, what kind of a victory is that for your community? I I think it goes back to what I was saying earlier about how the subtext message to all of this is that somehow we're we're wrong and we're dirty. And so it removes that. I know so many gay men who would love to donate blood. And and, and at a time like now, when it's really, really needed, uh, they'd like to donate blood. And, And there's just one more heaping spoonful of shame that's dumped on us when we can't do that because we are gay and sexually active, uh, whereas anyone else who is equally sexually active can do it. And so I think it's, it, it, I don't think we understand fully the weight that's put on the gay community with this subtext message that will be lifted and, and relieved when this finally is over. You know, you use the word discrimination, and we've just had Pride Month, and the focus was on that. What makes these things, as you observe them, hang around? How, how do they linger? Yeah, as you mentioned, the prime minister and this government promised to get rid of this when they ran for election. What makes these things not be a prime priority, in your opinion? I, I think um, a few things come into place. I think there's apathy. I think there's inaction from the government. As I said earlier, this is an election campaign promise the last time Trudeau was running for office. Uh, but I also think that uh, there should be more people in the queer community upset about this and speaking out about this. And sometimes we don't come to our own defense or our own, um, you know, uh, we don't we don't stand up for ourselves as quickly as we um, are famous for on some of these issues. And I think this is one of the issues um, that we could do a lot better job on in terms of um, shouting and screaming a bit more. But we'll see. Uh, there's a lot of pressure on um Trudeau from other places to, to lift this ban. Whether he does or not, I don't know. But it's it's disgusting, it's draconian, and it's time to end it. You know, it's an election is clearly around the corner. And I just want to ask you finally about the vibe of this new push to end it. 
because it's different. There's a different feeling out there. There's a different energy. We've got the the reconciliation and the indigenous and the discovery of the body. I mean, look at what we've all been through, a pandemic. We're kind of, you know, ripped apart, opened up, the bare-forked animal we are as a group. Is this the time, perhaps, to call this discrimination for your community and get rid of it? Because you know vibe is everything sometimes. It is the time. It is the time. We've got so much else on our plate. And to your point, when you ask me, you know, how does this keep slipping down the ladder of priorities, look at all the stuff that's risen to the, the forefront in our country these days that needs attention too. So I worry that this might fall down the ladder once again. Sean Prue, thank you for joining us. We appreciate Pleasure. it. Take care. Thanks, Arlene. Okay, Sean Prue, joining us live here, journalist, broadcaster, publisher of thegayguidenetwork.com. And it's true there, you know, as we talk about this and we're, we got our eyes on the indigenous community and we brace for more discovery and there seems to be a collective agreement that this has got to stop. Something concrete has to be done. That all these things kind of roll in at the same time. It's going to be interesting how we sift through them and see what is a priority. And unfortunately for people who are trying to change these things, sometimes they have to yell or sometimes things have to get, they have to be sad or they have to be dramatic and to make, to make a point. For Alex Pearson, I'm Arlene Bynan, On Point, Global News Radio.